Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. It's Thursday, July 8th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. So much soccer to discuss. We've got Sporting Kansas City winning yet again. The Gold Cup group stage involving the U.S. coming to Kansas City on Sunday and staying for the week. There's Euro 2020, Copa America. But we start with KCNWSL. They got a point in their previous game against FC Gotham with a 1-1 tie on a goal so good by Mariana Larraquette that it made ESPN Sports Center's top 10 plays for the day. After a break, we pick up with Sporting Kansas City and Gold Cup talk with our soccer writers, Sean Goodwin, Cora Hall, and Briar Napier. So let's get started. We're going to talk about Sporting Kansas City and the Gold Cup and KCNWSL in just a moment. But the first thing we need to establish is we're recording this about 90 minutes before the England-Denmark game, the Euro semifinal. Sean Goodwin is here mm-hmm. in his England kit. Yes, my 2008 through 2010 England kit, jersey, prime Gerard era, ready to go. How do you feel? By the time this airs, yeah, uh, we will know the outcome of the Euro semi-final. Um, obviously, I was talking a lot of smack last week against Ukraine, and I think it was I was proven right about that. Uh, won't do that with Denmark, obviously a good team, but. Like I said last week, I'm sorry, book a fairy tale. It doesn't last forever. So I'm thinking uh, one or two goal wins for England. And we were chatting, Blair, you think England will concede. I think we'll keep a clean sheet again. It's amazing what they've done. Uh, mm-hmm. No goals allowed in five games. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, it beats the record already. 1966, uh, Golden Banks for England when we won our World Cup. He kept four clean sheets across the whole tournament. Jordan Pickford's got five and we haven't even played the final two games so I also don't think a team has ever got to this point without conceding a goal so yeah pretty damn impressive games at Wembley it's a, it's a home tournament semis yes. at Wembley the finals at Wembley if we make it how about the third place game or do you even want to talk about that uh, I've not even paid any attention <laughs> to be honest I don't think I even watched your third place game in the World Cup when right. we lost to That's Croatia. Right. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> it's not the final. I don't care. I think it should be like the final four. Do away with the no. No reason to play a third yeah, place exactly. game. No, no one wants to be there. It's, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So, like I said, we're going to talk about Sporting Kansas City and the Gold Cup, which is coming our way this weekend. But we're going to start today with KCNWSL because sometimes. A goal is so magnificent that it begins the conversation. And that was the case on Friday night uh, when KCNWSL went to northern New Jersey to take on Gotham FC. And there they are down one zip, 80th minute or so? 82nd, Joyce. 82nd minute. And then something pretty spectacular happened. We're here with Cora Hall and Brian Napier, along with Briar Napier, along with Sean Goodwin. So Cora is going to take us through the goal, maybe the best goal I've seen all year. Tell us about it. Yeah, I mean Gotham had the possession of the ball. They're kind of playing around with it, and our midfield did a really good job balancing out their midfield, applying pressure, and kind of um, directing that on defense. So because of that, you know, they were forced to pass back, and Mariana Laroquette was doing her regular job of you know running around, pressuring the back line, doing a great job like she always does with that. And she got a good read on the pass, um, and got a touch around the defender, and you know 
<laughs> worked her butt off to get to that ball first. She didn't even look up. She just launched it from right outside the box, and it was a beautiful shot. Went right over their their keeper, and it, it equalized it. And it was a huge, huge moment for them because they fought back to get a tie. They got a point on the road, and they haven't gone to point in six games before then. So this was really a positive result for them, even though it was a tie. I do have to ask. Three hour rings are like, what's a good goal worth a waste? Definitely. I mean, it has to be, especially when you, you travel that far against you know a good team. You're, you're going to their home stadium. There's a It's pride night for them. The atmosphere was definitely in their favor. And then you have this three-hour rain delay, and you have to sit through that, and you have no idea how long you're going to be waiting. So for them to you know persevere through all of that is, is really a testament to that team. You said the goal was you know from launch from outside the box, and it was, but it was on one side of the box, and it ended up on the other side of the goal. So the ball was in the air for quite a long time. Yeah, it's noxious, guy. I think a lot of what you see, especially, you know, I don't think it's fair to compare men's and women's soccer, uh, but I think what was so amazing about this is, um, you know, just, just naturally all of the women's soccer players tend to be a little bit smaller doing a men's goalkeepers. But there's a the fact that even, I, I think... Again, I, I wasn't watching a full game. I was I nice off my parents once to watch something else. Uh, I was home for Fourth of July weekends, but uh, just watching the replays, yeah, it's you know, uh, New Jersey's goalkeeping. Uh, she was pretty much almost completely back on the line. She couldn't have stretched any higher. Couldn't have you know, even a men's goalkeeper wasn't have saved that kinds of shots. It was perfectly arc and perfectly looping. No matter how tall your goalkeeper is going to be, right underneath the crossbar, top left corner from Christ. 35 yards out uh, across, you know, both men's and women's. I don't think you're going to see many better goals in that this season. It was so good that when I turned on SportsCenter the next day, it was the number five yeah. selection on the SportsCenter top plays of the game. That's amazing. And I noticed that uh, the, the club certainly promoted the heck out of that, as, the, as well they should have. That's, that was a neat moment for, uh, for the club, for that kind of uh, publicity, but as you said, Cora, uh, this is a team that really needed the result. They, they had, let me, let me set it up, at least have scored a goal in each of the last three games. In the prior four games, they, they were shut out. So uh, not only do they score, but they get a result. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, we can leave out Nicole Barnhart's role in this. I mean, she really um, showed her veteran skills and experience out there. And, you know, I think without her you know Abby Smith was I don't know if we would have come home with that because at the very end of the game uh, Gotham was really throwing everyone forward they were really pushing for those three points they really wanted them and Barnhart had two really amazing saves right at the end of the game Um, she came forward and came out for a a kind of a a bouncing cross through the box to um, avoid Allie Long getting a shot which you don't want and she wasn't able to come up with it but off the rebound somebody shot it so she's backpedaling she, you know, leapt up and pushed it over the crossbar. And, and that was such an amazing save so late in the game. And I, I even tweeted, I said, Barney's single-handedly saving this point for Kansas City right now. Um, so there, there was definitely multiple players. Lola Bonta had an amazing game. Her work on set pieces has been amazing since she came back and she got to play the full 90, which definitely made an impact for Kansas City. So I think we've got some exciting games coming up, and I'm excited to see where this team goes. Sunday is the next one, right? Yeah. Against um, against the rain, and they they go from one coast to the other, right? This is a road game. Yep. From uh, New Jersey to Tacoma, Washington. Yeah, so. and I think this is another good opportunity for them to maybe get another point on the road. Um, 
yeah. team that's not dominating the standings right now, and uh, I think they have a chance to maybe bring home another point. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, it's when you look at a team like dominating the standings for rain or Kansas City, obviously, um, the very best teams you want one win everywhere. But if you're, you know, I mean, let's not pretend Kansas City right now isn't one of the very best. But if they want to be a mid-table team, you you win at home and you steal points on the road. So it's not like anyone should be expecting him to go to Tacoma and get three points. But if you steal a point on the road, you know, it's a good result. If you win, it's a positive. Uh, so, yeah, another point here and then a little bit of a break before it comes back to uh, Kansas City. A little bit of news this morning. Uh, again, we're recording this on, on Wednesday. Um, Diana Matheson uh, retired, a member of uh, KCNWSL. She hadn't played this year, but tell us the significance of this. Yeah, I mean, she's one of those players who historically has been, you know, big in the women's game, you know, started playing for the Canada national team when she was 18, just before she turned 19 and had over 200 caps for them, a lot of starts. And and she, you know, was really an integral player on the Washington Spirit and uh, team in 2013. And she's made an impact on the game, you know, regardless of whether or not she could play for us this year. So um, definitely hats off to her great career and, uh, you know, wish we wish her all the best. Okay, hey, did you hear our po- podcast last week with Vladko? I haven't listened to it. Oh, all. you got to listen to the podcast. I will. I will. Right? I, the women's team has definitely been exciting. Um, so I'll have to listen through what Vladko has to say. Yeah, so Vahe Gregorian and I talked to Vladko when he was in um, uh, Houston for those friendlies. And they just wrapped up a couple of games against Mexico. I think they were in Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Is that where they were? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But those were the last two games. They had the full team, right? The 18 member team that they're taking to Tokyo. We'll have another. A conversation, pre-Olympic conversation, but just early thoughts on the U.S. women's national team, how they looked in Hartford against Mexico, and prospects for you know for them in, in the Olympic Games. Four nil, four nil. You can't, you can't go I four nil, four nil. Can but you? they played better in Hartford than they did in Houston and Austin, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, took the foot off the pedal a little bit for the second half, obviously. But I mean, when you're four nil up, you don't really have to, right? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I have to say is Tobin Heath. I mean, anyone uh-huh. who doubted her coming back is definitely not doubting her anymore. Yeah. And I think we're all super excited to see that she seems to be full strength. She's playing exactly like the Tobin Heath remembered if not better mm-hmm. she had some really nice goals and you know the newest midfield is a great addition too that's an exciting piece but there was just so many good things about the way they played in Hartford um, they also got huge crowds out there you know they had over yeah. 27,000 people that second game so that was cool to see as well but you know I won't I won't bring up the pain of the disallowed goal off one of the most beautiful <laughs> plays up the entire field with one touch passing I've seen probably in their history and uh, didn't count. But there's a lot of good things moving forward. So Brian, you're nodding your head. but I've probably seen that gift 50 times. <laughs> like every time I'm just like, I see something new in it and then it just blows my mind. Just like, like how are people this good at sports? Like where, where's where was the talent I had? Like where did that go? I couldn't believe. Cora showed me the. Re- I didn't see it live, and I hadn't caught the replay. So that's my. You know, you haven't heard Vladko. I didn't see this replay until this morning. Um, I was amazed by the just the ball movement. I'd like to have seen like an aerial, um, you know, just line to line graphic on where the ball moved from the time the U.S. got the, you know, took possession because it's, it's amazing. It really was amazing. That's, the goal was nice, but the movement in this, the buildup for that goal was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about the Olympics. Um, 
I think one of the big changes they made as well is they've expanded the roster from 18 to 22 for the Olympics, which I think it can't be overshadowed because you think, ah, oh, you know, it's a couple of extra players, but that goes from, I mean, originally it was you had your match day 11, a set of seven subs of someone's injured. Oh, no, like, you've lost a sub, sorry. Um, but now with the alternatives, going out allowed to travel and you, you know, you have a couple of spares and. That means you can kind of you know you can change as games go on. You get players like Jane Campbell, obviously, is a great goalkeeper, so she gets to maybe be in there. Lynn Williams, great player. Uh, so yeah, I think acting acting only an advantage to the US because you just get more quality players, more fresher legs for an already dominant US team. Exactly. Okay, let's take a break, and when we come back, we've got Sporting Kansas City and the Gold Cup to discuss. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. We are back with Cora Hall, Briar Napier, and Sean Goodwin talking Sporting Kansas City and the Gold Cup. Let's start with Sporting Kansas City, you guys. Sean, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, if With a 2-0 win at, at the LA Galaxy mm-hmm. on Sunday – a game that I could not stay awake to finish. Uh, I, I fell asleep in the in se- early second half. For 75 minutes, I don't blame you. I really don't. <laughs> but then in the last 10 was, was terrific. You know, if we were to apply the, the hockey in, in, in honor of the Stanley Cup, the hockey three stars of the game, mm. who would Sporting Kansas mm. City's three stars of the game be for this one? Uh, oh, boy. I mean, I think you have to give Tim Melia the third star. I mean, Tim was... Kansas City doesn't get to that point without Tim Melia, let's be honest. Seven saves. Seven saves. His five save, saves at half-time are already the most he's had this season in a game. Um, outside of that, I think you have to see Johnny Russell just because, I mean, he's always creating big chances anyway. And he gets the first goal and it's the first goal of the season. And you know, he's the type of player that even when he's not scoring, that was, what, 21 games without a goal, finally gets it in game 22. Uh, so second star for Johnny who who be my number one you know this might not be completely a play on the field but I'm going to say Felipe Hernandez partly because he's coming he's been an absolute engine in midfield but uh, he was sick this week as well mm. um, which just uh, Peter and Mies kind of said it offhandedly in a post game press conference he was sick he wasn't sure Felipe would be able to go with full 90 minutes Um he does go for 90 minutes and he also makes the, the high pressure, you know, high push challenge on the Galaxy's offender, which eventually went through to Johnny and gets the first goal. So that's my three stars of the game. Okay, well, those are good ones. Briar, um, on, on the Johnny Russell goal uh, where he gets the rebound and, and sticks it back in with the header, I, great alert play. Does everybody make that play or is that is that a Johnny Russell special? <laughs> 
uh, I think that's more the latter, uh, the Johnny Johnny Russell special, as we'll call it. But uh, yeah, like that's it's a certain type of quality to do because, like, I mean, first and foremost, I think it was uh, Sean. You, you may be able to collect my memory here. Who like got the ball in possession uh, before yeah. the late off? Oh, it's Johnny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was Johnny. That's right. Yeah, and then Johnny uh, was able to like quickly turn it into a shot attempt, and then rebounded with a looping header uh, over Jonathan Bond, the keeper. And, yeah, that's... I mean, that's the type of play, like, not many players make because, like, it's, if you've ever tried to head a soccer ball, it's... It can get hard to aim. And so, like, to do it is just, like, to have the composure to, like, in mid... Like, while the ball's in midair, to just loop it over and it just falls perfectly into the corner is... Uh, like that's spectacular and it's deserved and it's deserved for Johnny to finally get on the score sheet because like Sean said he's been creating chances uh, all season um, obviously like guys like Alan Polito and Daniel Shallow we have gotten the goal scoring reigns but Johnny's been an integral part of that attack as well and for him to get on the score sheet I think it was deserved it was like a ping pong uh, was, uh, the, the, the ball went to the goal back to Johnny into the goal it was it was cool to see um, and as you mentioned Alan Polito uh, and and Shallowy basically scored all the goals uh, but Polito wasn't there right he's with the Mexican national team and he's got the injury the, the gash yeah. in the foot but but they didn't have Chicharito uh, they're did, one of their stars didn't have Chicharito didn't have Efrain Alvarez didn't have Jonathan DeSantos uh, Galassito being Mexican call-ups Mm-hmm. And Chicharito, yeah, he's obviously, you know, he's played around Europe, he's most famous for his time at Manchester United, and he's set to play, and then they take him off because of a precautionary hamstring injury. Um, you know, we were just talking about how how big Timelia was in that game, which he was, but you do have to question if Chicharito is in that game. He, he, he surely puts away one or two of those chances. Um, and even guys like Efrain Alvarez and Jonathan DeSantos, even maybe sniffing around the box. and Kansas City got LA a nice time because <laughs> the Galaxy is a very good team and it's always a very hard place to go to and to basically weather the storm for 75 minutes and break through like it is at the end it's, uh, it's the kind of game that you know signals champions I guess I'm not saying Sports and Casey is dead on for the MLS Cup of course but you're grinding up those wings are what championship teams do, right? Yep, and and they are hot, hot, hot. They are still yeah. on fire. Now um, they got a break, right? They, well, they're yeah. off for two weeks. A little bit of breaks over twenty first against uh, San Jose here in Kansas City. Uh, obviously, it's a Gold Cup, but the only player who will be participating and you know potentially playing minutes is Buzio. Not sure how much you'll get, but. Outside of that, I know Alan Pleaser has technically been called up, but I don't. I think he'll get an injury replacement. To be honest, he's not going to be ready for the first game with that foot injury, um, unless Mexico for some reason want to keep hold of him till the later stages when you barely play him anyway. Um, I assume he'll be replaced. So yeah, I think all we're looking at is Buzio getting some minutes, and the rest of the team has two weeks off. Uh, so fresh legs, fresh minds, heading into San Jose and. Keep keep the train moving. And, and second half of the season awaits. So, yeah. uh, but we uh, our our soccer entertainment continues in Kansas City, and all three of you will be covering the Gold Cup. Let me ask you guys. Let me ask Cor and Briar. You guys looking forward to doing this? Um, so so much. Why? I mean, what's what's what is it about? It's, it's so cool. It's just a like 
I feel like it's something special, like, whenever you get to cover an international, like, fixture in Kansas City, like, an international tournament, and, but especially when you get to do it three times in a week, like, that's really cool. Well, if you're talking about, like, covering the U.S., yeah, it's three times in a week, but the thing is, it's just, like, I mean, almost all group B games, but one, are going to be in Kansas City, and it's just, like, a parade of international soccer with some fantastic players uh, in the group as well and really to see some of the games like um, some of the brightest stars in North America just like duke it out at Children's Mercy Park and to have to have the ability to cover it is a privilege and that's and it's cool and I'm so very much looking forward to Sunday for uh, the U.S.'s opener. You ready to stand for two national anthems? <laughs> you probably shouldn't ask me that <laughs> but yeah it's gonna be exciting I don't think um I thought I was gonna have an opportunity like this super early on and it's a amazing venue to host it at and it's gonna be an incredible atmosphere really some quality soccer and it's like a an international tournament so that's also just another fun thing I don't know it's gonna be exciting I'm excited to be there and it's cool that Kansas City is in the middle of it and they host the group that includes the USA and Canada Mm -hmm. so um, I I imagine we'll see great atmospheres at Children's Mercy may not be entirely full I hope they are I hope it is yeah but I but who knows Uh, I I bet but the atmosphere will be great nevertheless Uh, first game Sunday yes against Haiti Mm mm-hmm um, second game Martinique. Martinique on Thursday. Thursday, and then yeah. Canada the following Sunday. Yes. Um, is there is there pressure on the U.S. in this in this event? They, they, they first of all, they better get out of the group. Oh, there's it, pressure in the sense of uh, they don't. It's an absolute disaster because <laughs> that pressure. Okay, that, that's um, pressure. I, I'd call that pressure. Well, it's like any gold cup. I mean, you know. The US, US and Mexico should always expect to get to at least the semis and then maybe they play each other and I know there's sometimes, you know, at Haiti make the last semi-finals or the last gold cup and you might get a Panama who sneaks in. Um, but it's, it's Mexico's and the US's to lose it. And it's unfortunately, but like, unfortunately, like any North American soccer tournaments, it's... You know, you, you have your, like, Costa Rica sometimes is really good and, like, Panama, but it's the U.S. and Mexico, and that's just how it rolls out. I mean, uh, with that being said, even though you're like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, if you want to be into that conversation of CONCACAF's elite, you got to be U.S. and or Mexico. Mm-hmm. Canada's certainly trying to jam their way into the conversation, yeah. however. Yeah. Like, I think that they've got a lot of momentum right now with uh, qualifying for their first, now it's, the, now it's the World Cup qualification octagonal. Now that's eight teams to six. Uh, they just qualified for that and for, for <laughs> all these shapes it's all confusing but uh, anyway that was their first time they qualified for the final round of uh, World Cup qualifying since 1996 and yeah and you could have expected um, you could have expected uh, with that big moment upcoming with World Cup qualifying starting in September that Canada just would want to rest the troops and get ready for the big push to the World Cup not so, because Canada, with the exception of a couple players, is pretty much bringing an A team, and that includes Alfonso Davies, who might be the best left back in the world, Bayern Munich, and is an incredible talent. If you've never seen him play, you have an opportunity to see him in person in Kansas City. Truly, one of the world's best talents, and it's very strange to talk about because usually 
when you look at some of the most accomplished players from the Gold Cup, it's, it's either an American or a Mexican player. This time it's a Canadian. I mean, he's a Champions League starter and winner. And like so, and you don't get, you don't get talent of that, especially in the prime of their careers, like, like that often in Kansas City. So really looking forward to seeing like the U.S.-Canada game and if Canada plans to make a run out of it. Is it selfish of me to not want to see Alan Polito play for Mexico? Peking for us. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Plus, he's, I think he's a hell of a player, and I don't want the oh, USA so. to have to deal with him. Yeah. Right. Um, so, <laughs> the, um, it w- it'll be fun to see Team USA in Kansas City under any circumstance, but it's going to be especially fun because of the sporting Kansas City presence on the roster with uh, Jean-Luc Abusio. We talked about it last week, his selection to the team. He's good enough to have an impact here, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was surprised. I I won't say I was surprised that he wasn't on the um, Nations League, whatever they call it, nowadays, the previous tournaments. He should have been. I wasn't surprised just because he's so young and how trends have gone in the past. But he was good enough to be on the team with the prime players. So now when you pull together a team that's missing all the European stars, it's ideally, you know, he should be one of the main players in that midfield. And I do think it is a strong midfield with a lot of potential for rotation. Uh, but if he doesn't get decent minutes, I'll be massively surprised. And Yeah, disappointed, especially for... <laughs> For the fans that are buying tickets to yeah. to support uh, the, the team and to see him play, that uh, it, it's going to be fun. So, Gold Cup coming to Kansas City, stoked about that. That's going to fill the void of no sporting Kansas City for a couple yeah. of weeks. Women play KCNWSL Sunday night on the road in Tacoma. What game? Is that? Do we know the game time for that? Back to that. Is it another one of those? 6 p.m. Uh, 6 p.m., which means, um, you know. I think. Don't don't quote me on that. All right, so we're not quoting Cora on that. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 6 p.m. Okay, so plenty of plenty of soccer. Plus, we've got, um, how about Brazil-Argentina in the Copa Championship on yeah. Saturday. That's That's been that's been good stuff. I've, you know, the Euros yeah, so. are fun, but this also the Copa has been, when they once they got to the quarter semis, that, that's been great stuff. Can I agree? Can I agree? Please, please. I, you know who pissed me off? Brazil. Because I was watching a Brazil-Peru uh, game. Yeah. And, like, you watch Argentina when they won. Granted, they went to penalties and stuff. And the kind of emotion that came out of the Argentina team. And, and I know they've not won a Copa in a long, long time. And they Messi's might, at the end. And Messi, yeah. I mean, I guess is I know he's got a World Cup next year, but I guess it might be his last chance for international major uh, title. But, you know, they were happy. They were celebrating. I watched Brazil, they won, and you're like, oh, okay. Just shook some hands and go off. I was like, you've just made it to a final, and you look like you're not even asked. And I just, I, I don't know if it's me being a Euro snob. It might be part of it. <laughs> but I watched the Euros, and there's so much passion and stuff. And then Brazil just looks like they expect to win. And they have won Copa so many times. And it's in Brazil. And I get there's no crowd. But it just they, they walked out there expecting to win. They just won a semi final. And I get, you know, there's still a game to go. Don't celebrate too much. But show some passion. Well, I don't think Brazil's results in the world stage in recent competitions uh, you know, is anything to 
brag about, you know, uh, and maybe they should be celebrating moments like this a little more heartier than than they are. But uh, that'll be fun, though. Uh, Brazil and Argentina. That's I'm using for Argentina. Purely out of spice. (laughs) (laughs) You know who you don't have to ask for passion from is Italian fans because I live with one. Mm. Um, One of my roommates is from Italy, and I, you know, didn't didn't watch most of the game with him because I didn't want to feel that anxiety on myself when I was not invested like that. But uh, watched the end and the penalties with him, and when they won, it was just electric. So if you ever get the chance to watch. Uh, an Italian national team game with an Italian, I highly suggest it. And if you don't want to do that, come to the Dublin Eric Power and Light and watch it <laughs> England with me. And, and the championship game is? Sunday at 2. Sunday at 2. So Italy against, uh, by the time this airs, England. we'll know that. England or Denmark. <laughs> or Denmark. Italy or Denmark. No, that's not um, if it's England, please go find Sean at the Dubliner on Sunday. And he will for Italy. Yes, thanks. The uh, good drunk Englishman in England jersey. It'll be really easy to find. <laughs> I might show up just to, for Italy. Oh, no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> well, show up and bring, uh, bring your I'll uh, bring my phone. Italian roommate. It would just be a battle of the fans. <laughs> Make sure to get it on video. All right, guys. Great conversation. We will talk again next week. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production staff of Derek Donovan, Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, Chris Pickett, and Savannah Smith. Links to stories about Sporting Kansas City, the Gold Cup, and KC NWSL can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, we've got another deal for you. You can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. Sports Pass is the online version of the Star Sports section. You get all the stories that appear in the print editions of The Star, plus additional stories that appear only on the website. After three months, it auto-renews at $5.99 a month unless you cancel. And it is a great time to subscribe. Read about what's going on with the Chiefs, the Royals, the colleges, the soccer, and more. How do you get it? You go to kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. That's kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. You want more than just sports coverage? Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports, news, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional national news, sports, and business coverage with the E-Edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at accounts.kansascity.com slash subscribe. And if you're having trouble hunting down any of those offers, you send me an email, bkirkoff at kcstar.com, and I will get you to the right place. So... Whether it's the Sports Pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports Beat KC. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Friday with another episode. Okay.